Abysses, aka responsible, proper, social distance shit talking from spare bedrooms across exurban Atlanta. Welcome to Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. Remember to put on your critical thinking cap when listening to this podcast or any other podcast. Episode Club 112. And if you're from Atlanta, you get that <laughs> See? Uh, some, some people would get it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. It's a grab bag of topics. An old-fashioned heathen's roundup. There's, there's unfortunately a lot to discuss. And so I think seatbelts should be recommended. Buckle up. Helmets on. And before you do this, rate and review this five-star podcast and Twitter us at Godless Podcast before Elon Musk (laughs) ruins it and turns into a gigantic sewer. Speaking of that, we have a private Facebook group. Or you can always email us at godlessheathens at yahoo.com. Or do we? We have, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? Do we still have Twitter? Have we checked that? We still do have a, a presence on Twitter. I cannot confirm or deny the presence of Facebook <laughs> groups in general or specific. Whoa. So how are you managing the group? Not. I, I think I did a, a fair enough job of screening the twenty six to 2,700 people that are in there and... It pretty much runs itself at this point. It's like a a well-oiled machine. Speaking of well-oiled, what are you oiling yourself with? That's that. That didn't really come out right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Uh, goodness. uh, I'll go first. With the Australian Grand Prix going on this weekend with F1 uh, kicking off again, we've got... I went with an Australian wine. So, like I said, not a theme. We're not going to be doing, like, Azerbaijani mixed reds, you know, come the Baku race or anything. But, uh, yeah, well, we, this is one we've had before. It's uh, an Australian red blend that is aged for 30 days in rum barrels. This is Ooh. the Uprising by 19 Crimes. Very good. What do you got, Jerry? I have the last of my old Medley 12 bourbon. I am now in the hunt for a quality bottle of bourbon. And Ooh. there's too many options. <clears throat> so it's kind of paralyzing to go in because there's so many different types you're gonna have to sample one of my souvenirs i was just up to louisville and we we hit a couple of distilleries and a couple of breweries and we went to maker's mark you know which is kind of a a famous distillery up there and the one i came back with i can't it's it's a cask series something like that it comes in at uh, 112 percent alcohol or 112 proof Proof. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, fifty-six percent alcohol. See, I've already been tasting it. So yeah. So you're like a you're like a college football coach. I need 112 percent out of you guys. 
<laughs> the alcohol just dissipates. <laughs> do, do not uh, drink near open flame. Yeah. So is is that what you're partaking of tonight? Is well, this Maker's Mark? Or I had that, are you just uh, bragging about what you got on your shelf? No, I had that just a bit ago as a, as a pregame. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and then so then I'm uh, having a Fall City beer that's also located there. That's uh, it's a brewery that's been there since 1905. I'm having the uh, the Hipster Repellent IPA. So they got in on the microbrew craze like really early, like like first stage, 1905. No, I mean, there's a whole history there, but it kind of, you know, 1905 and then it, you know, prohibition kind of put yeah. them on hard times and then, you know. But they were like 100 110 years from now. This shit's gonna catch fire, man. I'm telling you, just just watch. Well, I don't. They're doing it right now. They have a <laughs> lot of really good, interesting kind of beers. It was one of our favorite breweries there, cool. actually. So, good stuff. So, is it 1937 or 1935? Uh, or is it 1862? Or <laughs> so in how far back? How far back? In the 30s, when the air quotes incursion started to kind of rear its ugly head, finishing in World War II. Did everybody kind of go about their day like we are now? Good question. It's not even a war. I mean, it's like a, it's ethnic cleansing. They're killing civilians, dumping them in mass graves, torturing, repatriating people to Russia. How long did it go on in former Yugoslavia before anything was done? That ended with military action. Yeah. That didn't just end on its own. I wonder, are we numb to it, or do things move so quickly you don't have time to actually ponder it and grieve because something's happening in the next 20 minutes that completely draws your attention as well? Well, I mean, a good example of that, and, you know, that pissed me off for other reasons, is, you know, how much airtime we got for the Will Smith, Chris Rock, Slapathon. I did not think that is where you were going to go with that. But I, no. but my point is is you know we're like Abby and squirrels. I guess I would I would say. But you know yeah. So that's we cannot keep focus on what's going on. You know as the tragedy increases and increases, and that's what we're kind of focused on for a while. And then maybe we'll slide back to Ukraine for a while. Then something else will divert our attention. So that's that's why I can see you know Nazi Germany being that same kind of thing is is you know you, like you mentioned people are just kind of going about their lives because it's not personally affecting them right now. There's always maybe not quite that level of like state-sponsored awfulness, but it is what the Russians and Syria Syrians did in Syria. So it can't be yeah. It's it can't it can't be like a, a surprise and. Even if they left, what would they leave? They've destroyed huge chunks of Ukrainian cities. And who's going to pay for that? Exactly. Who's going who's gonna, to who's gonna pay for it? Who's gonna, and, and how do you, even if they did leave, they, they've created an enemy that was there before. There was definitely no love lost between them. And I'm not a, you know, a Twitter Ukrainian politics expert. I thought you pivoted at the end of the pandemic. I, I follow all the best Twitter accounts, so I'm very I'm very up to speed. Obviously, or I think at least they've made an they've made an enemy for life, and it will not be quickly or easily forgotten. 
Mm-hmm. And what's the best possible ending? That somebody poisons Putin and they say, whoops, sorry. Yeah. We didn't mean that. We got this guy out. He must not have seen that open window. Whoopsie daisy. My recommendation this week is going to be an interview with a, a Russian New Yorker writer named uh, Masha Gessen. Oh, yeah, I've heard of her. Yep. She's very level-headed and very good about being honest about the brutality. Like, she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to play it up. And she's actually concerned about Putin... First off, says should believe him when he talks about using nuclear weapons. Always believe the dictator. And her concern is that they would send one into Poland because a lot of aid and military aid is being routed through Poland to Ukraine. So, so just bypass Ukraine and just shoot a nuke directly into Poland. And well, there's World War Three because that's a NATO country. And well, yeah. so prior to World War Two. We wanted to stay out. We wanted to stay, you know, neutral. We were kind of the, we were helping the Brits, but we weren't getting involved. But we were supplying lots of material basically in there and then got dragged in. I don't know what the event would be that would drag us in, but it could be cyber. It could be an actual attack. Can you imagine the nation collectively getting behind a military action, no matter what the incident was? I don't. Half the country, at least the broadcasters and, and the people in power on that side, seem to be on the side of the aggressor in this conflict. And keep wanting to tell us, well, why am I supposed to hate Putin? Or why am I supposed to be anti-Russian? Or why am I supposed to be you know, 100% on Ukraine's side about this? But, you know, kind of to that yeah, point, duh. too, is... COVID, and I can say that word now, right? I, I, I can say the C word. You would have thought that that would have been, a, you know, something that would have pulled our country together. But no, it, it split us apart. Well, we saw that. It doesn't matter. It, it, whether it be COVID or anything, it's, we're, we're, we're split. Yeah, there's there's no way, you know, a war is going to... It's almost gotten to the point where a lot of people don't necessarily think about something. They They look at what side their opponent's on and then decide which side they're on, almost. Right. Yeah, I mean, this would become, um, you know, Biden's war. And, you know, that would drive the the Trumpers to, to say, see, told you, we should have kept Trump in there. And and just, just for the off chance, anybody saying, you know, hey, you're, you're a little hyperbolic there. That's a little, you know, a little far to say, you know, that, that, that they're on the side of that. We're, we're talking about a group that, where they have CPAC scheduled for? Hungary. Hungary. Oh, and who is the uh, main speaker? Victor Orban. So believe them when they tell you who they are. Uh, wait, aren't they, aren't they a strong democracy there? Yeah, a very, very liberal, uh, very yeah. liberal, open, um, uh, utopian. Progressive, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Americans' conservative convention is being held in oppressive Hungary because that's what they see as, as their model for for their their leader is in the Viktor Orban model, in the Putin model. That that's what they want in, in they want an American version of that. Isn't that isn't that what DeSantis is? Mm-hmm. No. I I I think it's as long as he's still breathing, I I, I think it's forty five. Oh I hmm. What do you mean for uh 
running for president. In 2024, him running again. Yeah. But the future isn't him, though, is it? He's got an expiration date at some point. No, but it's like any other cult. As, as long as the leader is still alive, it's, it's, it's a cult. It hadn't gone to religion yet. After, after he dies and, and the legend grows, then you know, it'll, it'll achieve that, that status. And, well, and you need that. Maybe it is DeSantis. I don't think it is. But you need that second person to come along afterwards. Why don't, and, why don't and, you and think it's DeSantis? I just don't. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it is about him, but I don't think he's got the it factor. So just, uh, just, to, just to level set with you, no matter who it is, you're, you're not going to like him. It's not that I personally don't like DeSantis. I just don't see DeSantis as having the pizzazz or the charisma or, you know, or whatever it is the, you know, that the former guy has. I think some of that mojo is fading a bit. I mean, I'm not, I'm nowhere near, you know, where I'm comfortable with, but I think there needs to be, I think everybody kind of realizes that with his age and stuff, there needs to be an anointed successor. There, and there isn't, and they're still, there they're still fighting for that. There will, there, will I, nev- there will never be an anointed successor. For a movement to continue? Not necessarily when, anointed by him. No, but, I didn't mean that. anointed by the movement or by, whatever. Yeah, 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 I don't yes. think he's why, ever going to pass. Are you, why are you both using religious terms? Because it's a Christian nationalist movement. That's why. (laughs) Man, just put it on a T for me. No doubt. (laughs) Thank you very much, Jerry. Big hanging curveball. It's in the hole. (laughs) And see, but I kind of think Tucker Carlson is going to be that anointed one. You think he's going to go into politics and leave absolutely? I think he's he's set him. President Tucker Carlson. I'm hope I'm hope I'm wrong. But I, I just kind of, you know, because Hungary was where he spent a whole lot of time doing his little documentary with uh, Orban and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I imagine to, to he's the one that, yeah. he's probably the one that arranged the CPAC thing over I there, too, know. I would guess. Nah, he didn't yeah. do that. Well, I don't know. He cleared the path. He's not officially part of CPAC. Oh, okay. I That's get, a yeah, whole but separate well, not Group that we of know deplorables. of. Right. There could yeah. be something going on behind the scenes that we're not aware of in a lot of this stuff. They doing it out in the open. No, but I'm, I mean the money and all that kind of stuff. You know, it could be like mm. the Heritage USA or some of those kind of... I have a hard time thinking enough good old boys are going to vote for Tucker Carlson. Well, like I said, I'm just, I'm just saying that's, that's a potential that I've been kind of worried about for some time. Again, I hope I'm wrong. But I don't know, other than DeSantis, who else? What, the governor of Texas or... Yeah. Abbott? Yeah, Abbott, Abbott for Abbott, sure. Yeah. It was on full grotesque display during the Katanji Brown hearings. That was, who wants to be a president, Yeah, is what that was. It was just an audition tape. Josh Hawley, Marsha Blackburn, Tom Cotton, Ted Cruz... You see him, he's checking his Twitter feed to see if he's trending after, after his little tirade. And by yeah. the way, we were, not, we were not nearly, nearly as offended, collectively or probably individually, as we should have been. Because that was gross. It wasn't unexpected, though. Well, the, the unexpected part doesn't make it any less terrible. No, no, absolutely not. The, the fact that you watch it and you go, well, of course they are, doesn't make it any better. Yeah, ab- absolutely. No, and it doesn't it make it worse? 
Yeah, be- because it's like there's been enough water that's run over it that the fine edges have, have been kind of smoothed away a little right. bit. Right. The other f- way to say that is numb. And, and that's bad. Yes, absolutely it is. She's so horrible that most of these guys just voted for her not too long ago, you know, for her last position. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I just can't be behind this particular, you know. Like, you just voted for her, what, how many months ago? Or, or, you know, to be in the position that she's in, which is basically, like, in the batter's box. And now all of them, you know, at her level are basically in the batter's box for Supreme Court, uh, Supreme Court appointment, and the, and the if, other if thing that was that was that was on full display were, yeah. were these ridiculous questions asking her to define what a woman is. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. That goes into the LGBTQ and wokeism and all of that. Yeah, yeah, but isn't it isn't it bad that they don't really have one? And that, isn't that something that 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 our side probably needs to look at a little closer? Because nobody mean? has an answer for it. Nobody. Or everyone's got a little bit of a different answer. Right, yeah. Yep. So, it's... I know, look, what they did, what they said was gross. How they did it was gross. And it's not at all relevant to her qualifications and ability to... Uh, be a Supreme Court justice. But that was a very high-profile couple of days in their message testing. They're not saying it unless they think it's going to work. Yeah. And is it going to work? Well, like to your point, I think it's a good one. If we don't have some kind of a response to it, you know, that everybody can semi-agree. I don't think you're ever going to agree totally on that, but same thing like with CRT. You know, we're just kind of sitting there and going, when when they talk about that, we don't really have a solid response, an organized solid response. Most of their talking points or their, you know, their their slam points, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, but, but, but they go back, they go back to something that is and I don't know if they actually believe this but I think it's definitely effective with probably a bigger percentage of the population than we would want to believe is a very basic definition of what a man and a woman is right and especially when when they claim to be uh, you know we're using science the other side is not using science yeah. you know and we're supposed to be this the the you know the side that uses Science. Well, so, no, no, no. That's your conceit. That's your conceit that we're the that that we're the, that we're the science folks. Right. Yeah. They don't. They don't. They don't grant that. They but don't. They're they, trying to. They're trying to claim that though. That's what I'm saying. They're yeah. trying to flip that from the true believers, which are us. But it's all about <laughs> messaging and what you can get the masses to believe. So, I mean, you've you've got where messages like. Well, how do we come from apes if they're still apes? That works on a certain percentage uh, you know, of, of the populace. Well, so, yeah, including Republican senatorial yeah. candidates from yeah. this state. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, that, that's what I'm saying. So it, it's run. not like it's not like just because a you know a message is incredibly wrong or incredibly stupid doesn't mean it's not going to be also incredibly effective. 
Yeah, but I think we dismiss them because they're because they're dumb, and that's not a great counter argument. The other side of that coin too is you know like Madison Cawthorn you know was on the pod this podcast talking about um, you know cocaine, cocaine orgies and orgy parties and yeah everybody knows well you know he certainly wasn't being invited to parties from the other side and so we kind of thought that was going to be one of those golden gotcha moments and and you know yeah it probably concerns some of the some of the uh, the older folks in the Republican party you know the the hosts of the parties like Chuck Grassley and all that but but it's not it's not going to get anywhere because the people on that you know, the, that are voting for these people don't give a shit about ethics no that whole thing didn't make sense. Who who was supposedly inviting him to these coke orgies? No, I don't. I don't think he thought it through. I think because that was the thing. I think the part point of the co- of the podcast where he answered with that was about how Washington was just this cesspool, um, and so that was going to be his example of of the cesspool. But he didn't think through. Is like, oh, people are going to understand that these people wouldn't be Democrats is going to yeah. point to our own party. I don't no, know. Yeah. no, he didn't, he didn't, he, he, he didn't he's that far into basically it. just no, that's what talking I'm out his ass. Right. Like, yeah. he's, I mean, he walked he, it back from, I saw people do key bumps directly in front of me to something happened on the other side of a parking garage. I mean, I, he, it was, that's a huge fucking difference, dude. People so, say, people yeah. say, yeah. So yeah, he, he, he totally changed his tune. So, yeah, that thing was all... Yeah, but, but I was, that's what I'm saying. We thought that was going to be a big gotcha moment, and that got airtime for a while on our side, but it's like, they don't give a shit about that. Uh, wait a minute. What? Did you really think that's, that, that there was going to be... Like, what was the gotcha? Because no, Republicans I, I mean, I, are not Republican, ethical. Republicans what? just lying what? out his ass? What, 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 what do you think was going to happen? I guess that's, that's more my question. Like what? What is the? Like, did you think there was going to be some type of some type of comeuppance for him? No, I like I say I didn't, but it seemed like that got some traction in the news for quite some oh, time. Oh, so you're you you're following the DC conventional wisdom that that somehow this this is beyond the pale. The Republicans will have to gonna, do something about yeah. it. Hmm. This is going to take them down. No, I and I knew that wasn't going to work because I know that you know Trump could grab them by the by the pussy, and nobody said nary word about that, including pastors. So, no, this wouldn't even be a blip for them. We're talking about a a group of people that some of them gave guided tours of the Capitol the day before the insurrection to allegedly. people that were part of the, you could, and allegedly, part of the insurrection and tweeted, this is not allegedly, giving giving instructions during the actual insurrection itself. So, and, and nothing's been done about that. So, so are you, so, so are you ready for all of that to end next year? When we lose the midterms? Potentially. And it all gets shut down? Yep. And not just shut down, but turned around. Well, and here's the other side of that that worries me. And so we end up, uh, you know, finding crimes and you throw some of these people in prison. And, you know, potentially Trump, you know, know, is indicted or whatever. What do you think the insurrectionists are going to do at that point? You think they're going to go, oh, I guess these people were bad. 
My bad. I don't think I, I don't think you're going to have another you know like storming of uh, you know or, or something like that. That was, I mean, that took a lot of planning, and that and that's what's going to get them is all you know the burner phones and and all the planning and all this stuff that went on, bef- prior to you hope and during you hope the actual day. That's what's going to get yeah. them. You yeah. are hoping and fingers crossed and wishing. And, like, that's what you want to happen. That's different. We should know this by now. Right. Different than what has been happening, at least. Right, because it's not just the Mueller thing, but it was the impeachment. You know, when all this stuff was out in public about what, you know, it didn't. But that's when, but that's when the other side was in charge, and it didn't matter what came out; they weren't going to vote. And it was and a certainly, done deal. certainly, the other side was not what was not in charge a couple of weeks ago when the 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 New York district attorney basically said, "You know what." I thought about it. We're probably we're not we're not we're not following through on that. And 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 by the way, clearly this is not a pot a podcast of legal <laughs> experts. And there was plenty of uh you know informed analysis afterwards that were that were that were saying, you know what, he's gotta be able to prove it and he couldn't prove it. Um, now who knows if that maybe, maybe he did get cold feet, you know, maybe he was bribed or threatened. Who knows? Right. But it was pretty much another, another swing and a miss for accountability. Yeah. I want, I want hope. I want optimism, but I, I need something that is actually happening that will give me that. I don't want the football, you know, Lucy and the football thing over and over and over and over. You know, you you would think that Matt Gates would have been a slam dunk and he would have been in jail by now, but and he's still still in Congress asking stupid fucking questions of people infinitely more intelligent than he is. Of like so of all the of all the loathsome characters that uh have stuck their head up from the muck in the past 6 years. Yeah. If you could have, you have one, just one, mm, to that's to, tough. to properly oh, just burn. You're splitting hairs. I mean, you got you got Jim Jordan, you got Matt Gates, you got Marjorie Taylor Greene. But there's so many. Okay, there's, I mean, you gotta, there's, there it's a. You got to give a, me a podium of three. I can't do one. You got to give me a podium. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There no po- there no podium in the NCAA's. Pick your pick your teams and t- and and stand by your choices. We got one winner here. Yeah, just none, a final, of this, final none of this communism where every you know top three people get a medal. Screw that. Just a patient trophy. Every, everybody, you know, you, you you know what? You either first or you're last. Hey, okay, Ricky Bobby. All right. Um, oh God. In the um, last six. In so, the last six years, what person has emerged as the most? Who's the who? And just even from a that's personal a done standpoint, deal then, and that, like, who's the most loathsome that you'd be like of all the people that 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 mofo? Forty-five. That's simple. If you had to pick one, yeah. In the last six years, the the, the most loathsome person in American politics is the former guy. Period. Yeah, and he was a cork. Oh, that, that uh, you guys are—you guys—you uh, guys aren't thinking hard enough. 
I'm just giving credit where credit's due. Ted Cruz is in your Elite Eight. Ted Cruz kisses kisses his ass, though. It's not the right. other way around. Right, but, but, you know, but... He stands in the shadow of the former guy. That not, makes, not the that makes, way around. He stands in the shadow of his farts, which is what yeah. makes him that <laughs> yeah. much more loathsome. Ted Cruz, uh, Ted, he ain't got nothing. How about, how about, how about Josh, fist bump, Holly? Holly. He's how, playing how, in how the about, 512 play-in game. How about Tom, shit, how about Tom Katanji, um... Brown is a is a Nazi sympathizer. Cotton. Tom Cotton, he's, Cotton. he got he he got to be up there. Lindsey Graham has done a heel turn for the ages. Jim Jordan, Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm-hmm. Lauren Boebert. That's Bobert, what I'm saying. It's and Ron DeSantis. They all sit. Every one of them sits around at the bottom. Of and, and Jabba the Hutt is sitting in the big fucking chair up top. They're yeah, all sitting on the but stairs. They're, but but they're going to be around when he goes to the big McDonald's franchise yeah. in the sky. So all the rest of, all the rest of these folks are going to be competing for his legacy. You think it's DeSantis? I think it's Holly. I think Holly's going to be the one that that ends up taking. The torch. Oh, he's gonna be the he's gonna be the first one outed. He's gonna he's gonna be the first one the, the the first one outed as you know just this angry repressed gay dude. Absolute mm. Josh Hawley. Yeah. There, there's my there's my. Uh, that's your prediction. What's the what's the craps bet where you're uh, the hard? That's my that's my ten the hard way. That's my long shot oh, bet. Jim Jordan, nothing gonna happen to him. Nothing gonna. No. Matt Gates, I want to believe. Yeah, you got. Yeah. I mean, you got co-conspirators who have pled guilty. You would think he would be going away at this point. But there's money back there. He's he's fairly he's the golden boy. Yeah, he's he's a uh, he's kind of a made man, you know. Exactly. Oh. There we go. <laughs> did, did she get him? Out! One, go! Okay. Go! Somebody said Matt Gates and Abby yeah, that, came oh, running. Yeah. I can't blame her. You know, I, I I'm offended that, that, that by his very name. Abby was like an MTG fan. Which, by the way, she should be. She she got to be in the in the in the in the final four. Oh, Abby? No. An MTG. <laughs> Your congressperson. Yes, yeah, my, your, your, yeah. your elected representative. You, she, the person you, who speaks for you in Washington. You are her constituent. Well, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure she's going to take all of us into consideration when she's doing things, right? Yeah, because, She doesn't have to take me and Jerry into consideration. We don't live in her district. No, I meant, I you know, like the progressive. The fuck no, out of she wants to represent us all. That, so. That's yeah. exactly, you know, we're the we're the ones, you know, no one spoke for us because we weren't in the 14th district. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, can't forget Ginny Thomas. Ginny yeah. Thomas got to right. be in the Elite Eight for sure. Yeah, she's oh, she's, got, she made she's a got strong power. showing this year. She came, you know, a little Cinderella story, came, came from nowhere and... She made a strong run in this, in this year's bracket. 14, she was a bracket buster. Fourteen no, seed from 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 Nebraska. Yeah, no, nobody had her. You know, at, at the beginning of uh, the St. Peter's of the deplorables bracket. <laughs> <laughs>
A lot of pundits had her in the first four out. <laughs> and look, what and what do they know? Yeah, but you know, she played the play-in game. She got in the tournament, and she made hay while the sun was shining. You know, and and so. and, and by the way, it 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 might only be two plus years where these people are wielding major power. They get back. They're not going to make what they consider the same mistakes again. They've had the dry run, and now they know the game plan. There, there is nothing. Like what? What's gonna like? What seriously? What's gonna stop them? What you know? Like a threat of the media? No. The rule of law. <laughs> like, can you can you imagine Matt Gates? As as Attorney General, I mean, I don't see the Supreme Court as being the uh, you know shining beacon. No, there will be they will they will walk in. Six of those justices will walk in with pom poms. Yeah, because they yep. will they will absolutely be cheerleading. That case wants Trump to be the damn Speaker of the House. I I I, I can't. No, he wouldn't honestly, take a demotion. No, he absolutely would if it was in twenty twenty three. Third in line, twenty twenty three. Absolutely. What kind of look? He doesn't want. He doesn't want to work. No. Well, but, no, but he wants. He wants the uh, the position. You, yeah, you uh, want. You, know. you want. You want him. And and it wouldn't be him, but it would be all the droogs and hangers on. You want but him deciding a- committee assignments. This is the craziest thing, though. You don't have to be a member of Congress to be the Speaker of the House. He does not have to be an elected representative of a district from somewhere in the United States to be eligible for that job. And so are we. That's what's crazy about Equally eligible. Anybody in the, like, Bob from down at the hardware store could be Speaker of the House if everybody got behind the Bob campaign. It just you know, absolutely. Yep. That that's what that that's what I guess threw me at first when I when, when I first heard about that was, well, he's not a representative, so yeah. he's not one of the group to be nominated. But apparently, that's not part of the deal. It's just again, it's one of these things that's always been a norm that nobody ever bothered to write down and make a fucking rule about. No, the, the framers didn't have a crystal ball to see what the hell was going to be going on in 20 in the yeah. 2020. Which so. by the way, speaking of speaking of the guy that you think and he he really should be out of the contest because he is in a he is in a league of his own. That so Elon Musk bought 10% of Twitter. Nine, but Nine point two. Okay, but that's a majority <laughs> stakeholder, right? He owns more of Twitter than anybody else. Is that right, what it means? Right. He's got a bigger slice of the pie than than anybody else in the world. And they so have to listen. Voice. They absolutely have to listen to what he has to say. And he is a you know a, an awful troll. But yeah. what? There's nothing stopping him at the board meeting going. You need to restore Dotard's Twitter account. They've, I've already seen people on Twitter calling for him to, to, to do it. Like he's got the power to just because he owns nine percent of the company, he can restore his Twitter account. They don't have he he can't, but he can no, he can he absolutely he can push for it though. 
And yeah. he can probably and, and, and make all, it happen. He also asked in a in a tweet uh, whether people think there should be an edit button on right, Twitter. Right, right, yep. And people were talking that. about, yeah, so I can fix my typos. Like, reread that shit before you post it, dumbass. No, I don't want somebody changing shit completely. Yeah, because, you know, yeah, if they tweet something say, and then they try to say, oh, I never said that, because they can edit it, yeah. Isn't it more insidious that he's got more money? Is he is he the richest guy now? Like, I know it's world? between him and Amazon and Bo- Jeff. And Bozo. Um, you talking about in the United States or in the world? World. No, yeah, I, I thought think... Putin was still the richest man in the world. No, well, you, you, well pre-war he was allegedly. Allegedly, I, I, I need to look at his books. You could, you can actually track the other two. He's trending downward financially recently. I would say Elon Musk could have ended world hunger and paid off everybody's college debts, but he decided to buy nine percent of Twitter instead. Well, I mean. He he didn't get that rich by being that philanthropic to begin with. No, and he didn't pay any taxes last year either because everything was you know but the, way, t- the way they do things. But it's just it, it's it just you know it feels like another it's just a, it's just another troll. It's yeah. not, it's just another excuse to, it, to it, shit post. I thought that was maybe because I I use Twitter more than any other social network. But you going to stop now that he's on the board? No, but I deleted the Amazon app from my phone. I'm surprised. More than TikTok? Oh, you spend for more sh- time a day on Twitter than TikTok. For sure. Hmm. Absolutely. It's where I get probably ninety ninety percent of my news. Based on the number of retweets versus TikTok videos I get sent to me via text from you, I, I beg to differ with. Right, no, TikTok, that's, TikTok's that's, funnier. <laughs> TikTok's absolutely funny funnier. <laughs> I thought that would absolutely be your time suck, not not Twitter. Uh, it's 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 definitely it's it's def it's definitely still Twitter. It's hate attention too. Like Joe Rogan was trending today, and that's always like a big yeah. You, know, you like always the, know there's something stupid he said like when that happened. Like the big red yeah. button in an old sci-fi movie, like yo, you know, like don't uh, touch yeah. the red button. It's like I have to touch the red button. It, it's, it could end everything, but I have to touch it. And I usually regret it. It's like for for about 48 hours, all the Will Smith talk was on that app, period. I mean, there was there was no Will Smith talk in my life or, or outside of when I clicked on the on the Twitter app and, and went and started scrolling Twitter. Did you did you feel the need to weigh in? No. Well, you're rare, apparently. Yeah. I let it go. So Joe Rogan was railing about the the swimmer today, and oh the you know, Penn mm-hmm. is it Penn University? Yeah, uh, yeah, Penn, and was making a feminist argument to do it because he was basically saying it's bad for women's sports. Oh, he's such a feminist, isn't he? Feminist icon Joe Rogan. You could absolutely question his sincerity. How many people are going to agree with him? I, a number of people are going to agree with him. I think him, a I'm lot. Sure. Of, I think a lot, a of, lot people, of people will agree with him. I'm sure. But yeah, he's making a disingenuous. He doesn't give a shit about women's sports. He hasn't thought three minutes other than MMA about women's sports in the in the last five years. Oh, so other you than, know. So you know what's in his heart. 
Oh, I do. I, do. I got my <laughs> finger on the pulse of Joe Rogan's heart. Other than two women kicking the shit out of each other in an octagon, he hasn't thought about women competing in a sporting competition in years or have maybe he's thought about it because one of his daughters plays soccer or something but he hasn't given a shit i i guarantee i'd given a shit about women's athletics do you have to always give a shit to care now though don what is the ratio of shits to cares (laughs) (laughs) you said there would you said there wouldn't be any math but i'm sorry by the way way, that argument is more effective than probably anyone wants to wants to give it credit for I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of people that listened. I don't know what he said, but I can probably somewhat imagine what he said. And I, I'm sure there's a lot of, of people that, that tuned in that, that agreed with, with what he was saying. That's why they tune in, probably. Yeah. And if they had, had heard a well-articulated argument from the other side, they might have very well have agreed with that one, too. Well, who was on the other side of the table? Who was, who was he conversing to? with? A comedian. Comedian. Mm. They're okay. riffing. Right. They're Tot- just... Totes riffing, dude. Totes riffing. Totes riffing. <laughs> the whole thing about the ivermectin and and the you know should I sue CNN again was just him talking to a comedian. It was he wasn't talking to Hi. to a, a, a doctor. Stoned. At the po- yeah, probably. I guarantee they were him and Tom Segura. I guarantee they were stoned. Yeah. Wait, they moved that to. Uh, he moved to Austin, right? Yeah, he moved his. He, it's he not legal his... in Texas. Why? Why aren't they in there busting his ass? No, oh, okay, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just call saying. YouTube police and and tell them Rogan's smoking yeah. weed on. Uh... Yeah, we've seen him. We've seen him. A lot of weed bust in the in the mansions on Lake Austin. Hotbed of weed bust. Where do you yeah. think the Coke parties are? Uh, in Congress. Next time you're in Austin, look me up and we'll hook you up. Hey, so I want to circle back to that real quick about the uh, the Madison Cawthorn um, thing on the Coke and uh, and the orgies. Because it seems like what, what most media has, has overlooked, except for me, because I'm on it, man. You got your finger on the pulse. I got my finger on the pulse. I, I do the investigation so you don't have to. Is like so. What podcast was he on? What what what? Uh, who was interviewing him? That's something that I didn't realize until you you kind of pointed that out to us. That the venue that he was talking to when that that clip went viral on. I was just curious myself. Is like so. What is this podcast? Who who is he talking to here? Found out it's a a local uh, white Christian so uh, white Christian nationalist group called Warrior. Poet Society. Yeah, and so in, instead of Dead Poet Society, it's Warrior Poet Society. So it's based here in Marietta, Georgia. So the guy that does this is a guy called John Lowell, Lovell. Lovell. If you do a little background check, he started out at Woodstock First Baptist Church in, you know, teaching the, the Ute. Here in Woodstock, Georgia. Here in uh, Woodstock, Georgia. Um, and then he was a missionary for them, so he's got his teeth cut on deep evangelicalism and this is a church that every fourth of july does a thing where uh, they have these these army dudes come down on on ropes like they're invading the uh, the stage and they have big flags so it's you know god bless america all that kind of stuff that that church um and then he was in the military yada 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 but if you go to their website and we could post a link to it although i don't know, I don't oh, know if we want to get them clicks 
But yeah, it's all about selling uh, hardware for military. It's like survivalist gear. Survivalist kind of gear. And kind of paramilitary, like like if you were going to, I don't know, say storm a capital. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you need a flap jacket. Yeah. Or, you know, if you need an over-the-shoulder sling for your AR-15, he's your guy. Yeah, so. or if you need a gun, you know, you can shop online at your convenience and uh, and buy all this shit. And then you know, there's many videos about, you know, how the uh, you know how the country's going downhill, yada yada yada. And I'm let me look up the uh, the number of uh, subscribers he has because that kind of blew me away. I got a sneaking suspicion while you do that that this guy has buckets of food in a closet somewhere. One point two four million subscribers to his YouTube channel. So what's your what's your overarching point then? My point is is there's a lot there's, of these groups that we have no clue about, and they're in our backyards. They're everywhere. So uh, that's what you think. You know, you're pointing to the legislature as being what's driving this. There's a whole lot of people out in the world that are supporting what's going on. Yeah, the point is is that. There is a white Christian nationalist group locally that has over a million followers. We've never even heard of them. Never heard of them. Never on the radar. They ain't a fucking blip. Yeah. Right. And and these are people that that believe in arming to the hilt with weapons to protect their women. He's got videos about like what's the best caliber of uh, ammunition to hoard. Yeah. You know, practical advice for for the preppers. I, I I don't get why. You guys aren't like horrified by this. I am horrified, but that's what that's the point is you know that this shit is going on. We had no that clue. this shit's going on right here in our backyard. We had no idea. That's back to previous conversations. That's your bubble. Yeah. And that's our yep. bubble. Like yep. the, the surprise, like it shouldn't be a surprise that these folks are, are I think it's, I basically think it's everywhere. That, it, that it's that this local and we have it heard anything locally about him like i from time to time like i would pop into i'll give you an example podbean is our host our pod our podcast host and i've got the podbean app on my phone and one of the things that they push on that app is live podcast where it's 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 actively going on right now you know and a lot of it is religious podcasts, and it's, a lot of it's like African preachers, and and this, and I I would go in there just to get a kick out of them, just but started noticing that, and this isn't recently, this was a few years ago, where they would have like podcasts that were were live on there with with like Patriot Front type you know names and that that type of like. Straight up, just MAGA disinformation and 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 Q and and all of that stuff, like live on there. And I, again, oh. I mean, I'm at work. You know, there's only so much. You know, but but I would just to see, you know, what's on the other side. What's going on on the other side of the, you know, outside the bubble, so to speak. And it's extremely scary. It's frightening. It's extremely yeah. frightening. What's what's what these people are pushing. Anybody, well, that, anybody that gets guns and is arming themselves are going to use them. Well, and that's the thing is some of the interviews he's done on this YouTube channel are at shooting ranges. You know, so these are people, you know, keeping their skill level really high. And, 
And, you know, so, but this is a, a prime example of white Christian nationalism. You know, he and his, his, his wife is teaching their kids homeschooling and all that kind of stuff. So they're all on board for all the stuff we're talking about. So I don't know if they still live in Woodstock or if they live in Kennesaw or Mar- Marietta, but that's what I'm saying is, is there are neighbors and we don't even know, you know, who's belonging to these groups. And the other thing that kind of, kind of, you know, surprised me is that the media just, you know, in my opinion, kind of dropped the ball to find out who is doing this interviewing. How many followers do they have? Yada, what yada, audience yada. was he trying to reach? Right. You're, you're shaking your head, Jerry. Uh, you, you've got the, your... these, these media conversations, seriously, are a, are a stick straight in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we should not be shocked by this. Is, is at, some, at some point, full disclosure, I get... I get regularly so i probably shouldn't be this way because i get regularly disappointed in ways that i shouldn't probably more frequently than you so yeah yeah so it it does feel like a sharp stick in the eye but maybe it's a self-inflicted one that i'm just poking my own brain (laughs) you know with a couple of jarts from the 70s um you're like, damn it! I didn't think of that. I should have already poked myself in the eye for that one. You know, I because to to expect to expect the media to the the traditional media to to act like that, you 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 need to you need to not. I mean, this is the same yeah. media that 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 hired Mick Milvaney because they were worried about access after the 2022 elections. Better I mean, get in early. Better, yeah. Better, better line your right ring shit bag up now. Absolutely. Because, hey, absolutely. Yeah, otherwise, he'd be over at NBC or ABC or you know, and and, UPN they, and they would make some shit. They would make yeah. more money. They would get more access. Um, oh, this the, is a the win. media outlets win. you probably yeah. watch are because they, they are corporations, and we all right. know corporations aren't going to save us. Yeah, but I mean, so the other thing is like, so, you know, we're big fans of the Straight White American Jesus podcast. And they Are they part about of Big that, Podcast? That, well, they're part kidding, of some Jeff. kind of group. No, Are they're they not part, part of the of problem? Are they part of No, the but I'm saying, so So they, they talk briefly about, you know, the cocaine and orgy aspect. But they also overlooked or, you know, and I don't know, they, they only have so much time in the day for the topics they're talking about. But they, they didn't, like click on what this source was either but i'll bet you anything if we if we kind of say hey you know you might want to look into this because you know white christian nationalism is kind of their shtick yep yep um and so they probably might want to say oh i didn't know that but i mean it was kind of surprising to me too that they didn't pick up on that but anyway that's that's maybe, that's maybe, where we are maybe we can get him on the pod we Who i knows? bet we could we I gave up we could. on getting <clears throat> jesus on the pod but I mean, kind of years kinda... ago, we gave up on getting Jesus from the pod, and we just found out that our Jesus order has been canceled by Walmart. That's yeah. you know what? Walmart canceled Jesus. Yeah, we <laughs> Walmart um, canceled we'll, Jesus. We'll let the cat out of the bag. Jesus is not coming. Um, we <laughs> ordered a six foot tall stuff, actual li- like, like life size, real Jesus. like actual no, no, not real actual size. Like they. May, Anyway. How do they know how tall Jesus was, really? Come on. By the way, that Jesus, Jeff, that Jesus doll was a little, yeah. a little white. Yeah. We, uh, we ordered white. a Jesus doll that we were going to have at our table with us, 
at the American Atheist Convention Easter weekend. Um, we were even thinking about hanging them on a cross Friday, laying them on a <laughs> uh, table behind us on Saturday, and see if that fucker rises come Sunday morning or not. But, I, like, yeah, I like the we part of that. Like, we were thinking about that. I wonder which part of we. <laughs> <laughs> but. We so we ordered how much was this thing? A hundred and eighty bucks. Hundred and eighty bucks for yeah. a stuffed full size six foot tall Jesus doll. Uh, whatever. Yeah, but we were um, also gonna we were also gonna take pictures. Allow yeah, people we at the take convention to take it. pictures and then Five send the money to Ukraine. Goes to Ukrainian relief. Yeah, and we were gonna try and raise some money for a good cause over the weekend. And Walmart has put a kibosh on Jesus on the entire thing. Yes. Spoiler alert, Jesus will not be <laughs> at the Atheist Convention. At the Atheist Convention on Easter weekend. <laughs> and I thought cancel culture. So, you know what? Yeah. If you get a if cancel, you, if cancel he, culture. If he arrives though. Yeah. It'll might, be a miracle. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It'll be a miracle. An Easter miracle. <laughs> he might he might arrive as a flat Jesus, you know, like a cardboard uh, what, cutout. What would you so. seriously what would you do <laughs> if 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 Jesus Just got delivered up. on Holy Thursday? Oh, or Good Friday. Oh, you might have to go back to church. Oh, that would be a miracle. Might have to go back to church. So, or maybe I should wander over to my local uh, Walmart store. Maybe they have one in stock that they didn't tell me about. God, that would be in the back of the warehouse. Oh, that's (laughs) if you can find tremendous. If you can find somebody at Walmart who knows how to place a special order (laughs) for for a big Jesus doll. If we're a big Jesus doll, I'll I'll pay for it personally. You know what? Yeah, listeners, if you can help us out, find yeah. Jesus. He's so. lost. Jesus is lost in shipment somewhere. You you actually mentioned your recommendation early, which was It is an interview reporter. with and I cannot pronounce his name, but he is the MSNBC contributor with the the great gray silver hair, Anand Anand. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm just going to butcher it. It starts with a G? It does. You guys know who I'm talking about. Gar- it's an, inter- it's an interview along with those lines? Jiren Dondas. Yeah, and, it's, it's yes, yes. I, we know who you're talking about, yes. but I, again, that's a tongue twister. It is it is for me, um, but the interview is the the interview is excellent, and, and everyone should read it. Okay. Got anything for us, Jeff? What you reading? Yeah, so I'm still getting through, and it's not a real thick book, but I just haven't had a big chance to sit down and read. It's well, you've the, been. Well, hold on, actually, don't tell us what you're reading. You just had a trip to St. Louis and back. I'm assuming. No, no, no. Louisville. Podca- uh, Louisville. Louisville. I'm assuming you had time to listen to a podcast or two. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. other than catching up on the Godless Heathens oh, catalog, that yeah. I'm sure you did. What else did you listen to on your trip? Yeah, so Straight White American Jesus podcast, even though they disappointed me on the uh, right. Madison Cawthorn interview, they had an interview with Amanda Tyler, and she's part of a Baptist group. Now, this would not obviously be the Southern Baptist group, this would be the that, more progressive yeah, that, group. Yeah, that kind of threw me off. Um, yeah. yeah, that was... And uh, it threw a lot of people off, I think. But so they, in conjunction with their group, um, in conjunction with the Freedom From Religion, the FFRF group. Now, you're bearing the lead. Tell the name of her group. What's her name? What's the name of her group? I'll tell you. Christians Against Christian Nationalism. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. 
So we're s- now that's a fucking group I can get behind. Okay. Well, yeah, we're starting to get some <laughs> traction when Christians yeah. are starting to get pissed off at white Christian nationalists. Okay. And actually, so um, how have you not called her to get on the podcast yet? We could do that. Well, I just listened to it on the way down from from Louisville. It's so, Louisville. It's 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 a Louisville. Word. Louisville. It's Louisville. like L U Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> Found that out. It's not Louisville. It's not Louisville. It's Louisville. Louisville. So I highly recommend uh, that podcast, the Straight White American Jesus podcast, where they interview here her. Um, and then there's also a uh, YouTube video that you posted with her as well, too, along with Annie Laurie Gaylor yep. and uh, Andrew Seidel and a number of other people who I will have forgotten their names at this point. There's a bunch but, of them. Uh, yep. We will post a link to that as well, too. Yeah. So the link where you go for that is ChristiansAgainstChristianNationalism.org. That's, that's the, the group they have there. Um, so... Yeah, we're starting to get some traction about we. Well, you need to claim it, name it to claim it, kind of thing. <laughs> so that's You're my You're a marketer at heart. There you yes. go. Yes, sir. Good deal. I got nothing. I got I got one, but I'm I'm going to save it for the next episode because it literally drops like right after the uh, the next episode comes Ooh. out. So I'm going to save it. All right. It's it's a cliffhanger. There we go. Yeah. And Whoever we'll see y'all. Uh, if we don't see you at the American Atheist Convention, which we better, we better, we better see you there. We'll see you in two weeks. Stop by the booth without Jesus. <laughs> we'll be at the booth without Jesus. Without it's Jesus. Easy. <laughs>